1: Hey, it's D. It's a brand new episode coming right for you, right on the FTL Network. Enjoy. How's it going, guys? D here, FTL Nerd Talk. The podcast is back. The show is back. We are back. Now, I gotta let you guys know beforehand, I do have a bit of a, a mucus situation in my throat. I know. It's like not even thirty seconds I'm talking about mucus. But I'm I wouldn't say I'm under the weather. I got like this cough that's been going around and the cough has been here for like a week and a half. There's literally nothing I can it's just a cough. That's it. I feel like it's a new variation of this damn COVID. So the cough is here. I may cough throughout the show, letting you guys know. But with all that being said, let's get on with it. We got a lot to talk about today. Like so much. So much to talk about, the nerdum is unbearable, and I'm I'm so here for it. Um, I feel like, like the news is not top tier like it usually is, you know, for obvious reasons. It's a, it's the first week of the year. There's not much news being talked about, so you know, like it's a little. It won't be as as hyped as it usually is. Bear with me with the news that's coming out this week. I know I'm making like so many excuses, so many rationales and reasons, but you know what? That's who I am. That's how I roll. First off, Dave Bautista confirms that Gardens of the Galaxy Vol. 3 is his final role as Drax. Uh, just re- just reported it, what was it a couple days ago? This is from comicbook.com. <clears throat> he made a statement saying, I love, I'm so grateful for Drax. I love him. He says, uh, but there's a relief that it's over. It wasn't all pleasant. It was hard playing a role. The makeup process was beating me down. And I just don't know if I want Drax to be my legacy. It's a silly performance, and I want to do more dramatic stuff. You know what? I can respect that. Like, uh, I, for one, as you most know, never really care for the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise. It wasn't really my cup of tea. But you know what? I I get it. I understand it completely. Like, and Drax is a character who's kind of monotone. And if you guys have been watching, like, you know, Batista's new work, he's been, like, all over the place. Been doing a lot, a lot of different properties. Like I think most recently, he did uh, the Glass Onion. Yeah, did that, that Snyder zombie flick recently. Also, like he's been all over the place, doing like a lot of different stuff. And I can I can appreciate the work that Batista's been putting out there. He started out as a how do I put this as a throwaway actor who came from the wrestling franchise, but like he's really making a name for himself. And like and again, I can really appreciate that that he's doing. Next up, The Flash, Stephen Mel to return as Oliver Queen for a final season of The Flash. Uh, Stephen Mel first played Oliver Queen in 2012. That's over a decade ago. Good gods! Wow, that's wow. Didn't really know it was like it was that long ago. Um, The new the season finale drops this Wednesday. So today, I think uh, not today, today. Today-ish of me recording this, which is 2 o'clock in the morning on a Thursday, but um, today as in yesterday, as in like the sun hasn't came up yet, and you get to watch the show on the CW app, they didn't make the transition to Hulu very well, and like that CW app didn't really do what people wanted it to do, so, but Final Flash episode is here, go check it out, let me know what you think. I told myself this year I'm going to start watching some of the stuff that I talk about in the show. So, hopefully, you get, like, some more reviews from me when I talk about these stories because I know what I'm talking about then. Well, you know, you never know. Who knows? Next up, Black Panther Wakanda Forever hits Disney+. Plus February 1st. These transitions from theater to streaming services are like like that. The streamline is there, right? So, if you haven't seen Wakanda Forever... You got time to see it now. Like, you know, I think it's still in theaters. So, certain select theaters. But, you know what? Disney Plus. Coming out soon. Those of us who just want to go to theaters. Get to watch it in the comfort of our home. And, like... For those of you who don't get it. I think, like, the best part about stuff coming to streaming networks so quickly. Is the fact that we get to see the memes on top of it. You feel me? Because... Because the movies are cool. Talk about the movies are cool, but the memes, the meme value, that's where it really is. Who doesn't love meme value? Uh, next up, Agatha Covenant Chaos as WandaVision star Deborah Joe Rupp. Now, most of you know Deborah Joe from that 70s show. She's also coming back for that 90s show that's coming out. Um, it's supposed to have her in five episodes, appearing a Miss Heart. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how like this show is going to play out, the Agatha Covenant Chaos, because it's supposed to be an all-magical-based show, so, I'm not sure if I can get hyped for this show. Like, I was hyped for She-Hulk, even though I didn't watch it. I was a little hyped for Miss Marvel, even though I didn't watch it. Uh, Moon Knight, it was six episodes, I wasn't as hyped for that one, so, you know. But the other shows, like, Loki, uh, Captain America, and Witcher Soldier... Like all those shows, moderately high pros. But you know, this one here, I don't know. Like maybe because I got a got a bad taste in my mouth about, like, about division itself. But uh, if I hear it through the grapevine, it's worth checking out. I'll check it out. I know I got a lot on my docket to watch and or to watch like the other shows I previously mentioned as well. So like don't judge me. Don't judge me. Next up, Dwayne Johnson reportedly pitched Black Adam versus Superman directly to Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav. Like he literally did this. He went across all different channels, didn't talk to anybody who was in the kind of any kind of moderate position that he should have talked to, like to get himself to the point. Talk to David Zaslav. He went right to David Zaslav to do this. So hearing stories like this about the Rock, uh, other stories about how he tried to take the position that James Gunn now has and Peter Safran. Like dude literally trying to take over Warner Brother Discovery, like and run the helm of that ship. I I would have said give it to him, to be honest with you. Like I know he's a big muscle head, like how um Zack Snyder was. But I think like, the difference between like like The Rock and Snyder is that uh The Rock usually seemingly has a vision for things that he does, except for his rapping career, you know. I mean, the song was cool, but like, yeah, he's like, he. it was cool. Like in the, in the same guys that Childish Gambino is cool when it comes to rap. So take that how you want to take it. That is it for news. we gonna take a little break. I'm going to get a little coughing going on and see if I can feel any better. But uh, we'll be right back.
0: You're listening to FTO Nerd Talk. Excellent choice. If you're looking for more nerdy content, consider giving my idiot co-host and I a chance. We are Two Idiots and a Dog, and we talk about movies, comic books, and general pop culture and entertainment media nonsense. Give us a listen on Good Pods, Anchor, iTunes, or your podcatcher of choice. You can also find us at podpage.com slash media, or you can always find us on Twitter, and we'll bribe you with dog pictures, too.
1: And we are back. Got a lot of stuff to check out today. The things to check out are the things to check out. Now, the first one I'm going to start with is Megan. Yeah, I know. Like, I like what the hell is Megan? I did, I did a dramatic pause on purpose. Megan. It's uh, M3GAN. It's about this, this robot. Uh, if you guys are on TikTok, you know about, like, this movie that's out. A lot of people have been doing, like, this uh, the cosplay for it already. The synopsis reads as follows. Megan is a marvel of artificial intelligence, a lifelike doll programmed to be a child's greatest companion and a parent's greatest ally. Designed by brilliant toy maker, roboticist Gemma, played by Allison Williams, Megan can listen and watch and learn as she becomes a friend and teacher, playmate, and protector for the child she is bonded to. When Gemma suddenly becomes the caretaker for her orphan eight-year-old niece, Caddy, played by Violet McGraw, Gemma's unsure and unprepared to be a parent. Under intense pressure at work, Gemma decides to pair with Megan Prototype with Caddy in an attempt to resolve both problems. A decision that will have unimaginable consequences. This is considered a sci-fi thriller horror. It's from Universal Studios. This movie looks creepy as hell. Period. Uh, a lot of people are already making the, the jokey, comp- the Chucky comparisons. You know, it's a doll. It's creepy. You know, I get it. Or um, like the Annabelle comparisons. and I get it. Makes sense. It's. Uh, I feel like it's. A, it's in a, a wheelhouse of its own, like a Pinocchio s kind of dark thriller. But you know. I, I do feel like horror is creepingly getting this stuff back into like the limelight and people are, are are surprisingly getting more and more comfortable with the horror guys all over again. I'm not sure if it's the writers that are like stepping their game up when it comes to this, or if the executives are just giving giving it more of a chance. But video game and horror is kinda of like the, the two things on people's tongues right now. Next up is Kaleidoscope, season one. It came out January first. Thief played by DiCarlo Esposito and his crew plans to steal $7 billion from an unbreakable bank vault in the crime drama anthology series. Episodes will be listed in different order for each viewer, except for the final one. Ooh. What? Okay. Uh, this is on Netflix. That sounds awesome, actually. Like that last part? What? Everyone gets, like, a different experience for the last, stuff for the last episode. See what I mean by video games? That's, still, like, a video game thing to do. Like, um, I can't think of that think of damn game that everyone loves so much. It had three different games. You get, like, to manipulate the persons. It's a space game. Most of you may know what I'm talking about. I can't think of the name of it right now. But it, it gave, you like, a different story for everything that you did. It's, like, the infamous game. But, you know, in space, I think I'm talk. You guys, you guys get it. You guys are up with the up. You know what I'm talking about. But it sounds like that. And ooh, it's already out. I'm here to check this out. I'm going to check this out. It, it, I am going to check this i do not think it got good ratings. But you know what? That's not like a determining factor if you're going to like a show or not. So I feel like that is something to keep in mind of everyone right now. Even though a rating is not as high as you may want it to be when it comes to like a, a property that you like, it's not a deciding factor if it's going to be a good property or not. Period. Next up, we got Paul T. Goldman. Also came out January 1st. Is on Peacock. The relationship, the relationship single father Paul T. Goldman had with the, with a the woman who was hiding many secrets, led to Goldman's book in the series from the director Jason Wollner. It's a comedy reality show. I need to watch the trailer. I need I need to see a trailer. I feel like that, that synopsis didn't give me much to go off. I need I need to see a trailer. I don't know. I mean, it's on Peacock too. Peacock is a little slippery, slippery. I'm, I'm. They're in their early stages. Peacock is, and like I'm really interested to in see what, like what they can bring out. But like I need a trailer for this one, so we'll see. Next up is Happy Valley season three. Also came out January first. It's on BBC, Netflix, and BBC One. The synopsis is: the third and final season picks up with Catherine close to retirement when she discovers a murder victim that leads her to Tommy Lee played by Jane Norton the father of her grandson played by Rice Conan, and a person who was the reason her daughter died interesting now like I've been seeing this show in passing for a while now I've actually sat down and watched it but I have seen the show in passing quite a few times so Happy Valley season 3 last one next up And lastly, and things to check out, The Lazarus Project comes out January 23rd, so it won't be out for a few weeks from now, but a secret organization called The Lazarus Project recruits George, played by Papa Esidu, to time travel to save the world from destruction. What? But soon he is tempted to use his knowledge to save someone in his sci-fi drama created by Joe Barton. This is only the first season. It's on TNT and Sky. It's a drama, action, adventure, suspense, science fiction. Well, I love time travel. Who does, t- who does like a good time travel story? GOP. No, I no they would love them. They would love time travel. What am I doing? I'm trying to be an asshole. Like, like, they would love time travel stories. Well, Like, the South should rise again. I mean, what's wrong with me? Uh, next up. Uh, The comic books to check out this week I can't laugh too much Because if I do laugh I want to start coughing And I can't have that Not in my podcast Not in the podcast First up is Marvel comic books X-Men Red Number 10 The new age Is all lined up to this In in the blazing ruins Of the Autumn Palace Storm battles for the soul of Oroko Meanwhile, Abigail Brand and Roberto Costa play their last cards, and a sinister hand deals the Ace of Spades. You won't believe where the brotherhood goes from here. I hear, like, the congestion in my body as I read this. But uh, X-Men Red is still going, which is pretty interesting in my eyes. And, like, when I see the cover of this, I keep thinking about uh, the very glorious game that is called Marvel Snap. The dressing at most. So we're worth checking out. Uh, Al Ewing is the writer. And Stefano Caselli is the artist. Along with Jacopa Capani. And the colorist is Frederico Bell. So big cast of individuals on this. Next up is Spider-Man number four. End of the Spider-Verse part four. The Unraveling end of the spider-verse rages on yes that's really happened last issue the tremors will be felt until it all ends that's truly all we can say until you read issue number three this is the legacy issue 160 now the cover reads peter parker is no more meet our new spider-man and it's not miles it's not miles or silk or craven Cause they're on the cover looking at whomever this new person is. <clears throat> it's um, uh, it's very reminiscent of the '90s, and I'm not really that surprised considering that CB Sablowski is the editor in chief. Like he's like literally just throwing everything from the '90s and seeing what this. Uh, I feel like uh, I do mix Axel Alonso. Um. Uh, the the writers on this crew is Dan Sloth. The penciler and cover artist is Mark Bagley. I, I haven't really felt like a big urge for most Marvel stuff. I did pick like a lot of Marvel stuff this, this uh, go around to talk about today. But um, it was for name recognition only. Like Scarlet Witch, it's number one also came out. So check it out, but it's not, it's not part of the list. So you got six, but no synopsis. Next up is The Joker, the man who stopped laughing. It's not funny anymore. Knocked upside down. Why did the Joker cross towns? To get to the bottom of the mystery that has been haunting him. Who is the man pretending to be the Joker and what does he want? Every lead he follows is a dead end and every move he makes brings the Red Hood one step closer to him. What happens when the former clown prince of crime comes face to face with the current crime boss of Gotham? Everyone is dying to find out. That's the story in this? There's a second Joker, and he's like actually good at what he does. And like most of you who know about a Joker, he does not like imitators. He doesn't like people sitting in his act at all. This is written by Matthew Rosenberg, an artist by Francisco Franscavilli. Also, artist by Carmine DiGuardia Monico, an artist and colorist by Nick Fronarangie. Uh, Next up is Chung-Chi, Master of the Ten Rings, Fathers and Sons. Father and son, side by side. Chung-Chi is lost in time, and the only way, only one who can help him is his father. What will Chung-Chi do when he meets the younger version of his evil parent? All right. Will he be able to change the course of history? Or will Chung-Chi be shocked to discover he didn't know his father as well as he thought? Find out. As Jin Lu Wang, Cheng Chi's saga, comes to a shocking conclusion. What the hell? On issue number one? This is a legacy issue. Number 145. This is his last issue. Like the writer, uh Jin Lang Young is this this is the last issue. Issue number one is his last issue? Or oh, the saga. The saga is the last one. See, that's the beauty of reading. You can get like some things out of context sometimes. And uh, the artist is Michael YG. Ooh, that sounds like fun. A time travel story. With like a a parental mystery. Even better. What? The cover is pretty cool, too. Definitely check this out. So, uh, next up, and I think lastly, with uh, comics to check out is Star Trek Ishten number three. The strange raw function begins to play the USS Theseus mind mid warp. Benjamin Sisko and his crew must band together to unveil the source behind a mysterious phenomenon aboard the ship. But what initially appears as mere techn- technological quagmires and strange happenings become a test that will determine the very fate of the universe. Now, you, if you look at this color, cover, you see the USS Theseus behind like a uh, alluring image of a Q-figure, you know what I mean, so, uh, the writer is Colin Kelly, and Ramon Wenaska, and that is your information for the week, I, um, I hope you enjoyed it, I feel like I rushed it a little bit towards the end, I am, the coughing is starting to ferment itself inside of me, and I feel like I'm going to have a fit pretty soon with it, but, I just want you all to know, it's good to be back. It's fun to be back, actually. And I'm pretty sure you can guess the name of the episode. Um, I say that in context, like, like, you haven't seen the actual name of the episode. But, you know, time is a fun thing. And as I say this, I haven't came up with the episode. But you've already seen the name of the episode and been listening to the episode. So, you get it. You got it. If Again... If you're new to the show, welcome. If you're not new to the show, this is a normal thing. This is a this is a normal occurrence. Had a cough and fit. But um, it's good to be back. It's fun to be back. <clears throat> uh table cheese coming back this week, too. It probably won't drop this week. it probably drop next week. But table cheese with Anton 6 and I coming back. I'm also gonna try. And do a new episode of Blurred News with myself and have your artist of the week with Princess Zahida. So, finger crossed, that works out for me. I'm also trying to do more videos on YouTube because I need to boost the hell out of that. It needs to be done. And I just got like, to figure out how I'm going to approach that. Just that's my, that's my main goal is how I'm going to approach it. Everything else is fine. The approach is the problem. So, the stress is gone, though. If we can talk about mental health for one second, the mental health is, like, dwindling when it comes to doing this. Like, it's still very vibrant in other areas. Like, I had, like, a whole debacle on TikTok about a movie called Strange World and people homophobia. Someone literally asked me, like, what does homophobia mean? Please explain. Trying to be, like, facetious. And sea lying the entire time, and if you don't know what sea lying is, it's when like you say something when you ask a question to somebody that you already know the answer to, but you're just gonna contradict them after you get the answer. So, like, I'm not I'm not playing like these these reindeer games for individuals. Like, I will just start blocking people on on intellectual properties that I have. Look at me trying to like I'm cool. If I like, I don't I don't have time for BS, man. Like I just don't. Like I'm, I am do not do this for clout. I don't do this to to uh, get money from people who hate. Like that's not what I do. Like if you want to go hate somebody and like and like have them get money from you, there's tons of people who call themselves activists who do stuff like that. I will not be one of them. So yeah, if I if I have like only seven hundred followers on TikTok for the rest of my career, this then so be it. But I'm not I'm not catering to bigots. Will never happen. So, if you're, if you're wondering, like, why, like, I seem, like, I'm, I'm so polished with what I do and I put myself out there all the time uh, on a constant um, format and why I don't have many followers, like, I see, like, other people who are in the same community as me, this is why. I'm, like, full on. This isn't, like, a, like a, a pity party or anything, but this is, this is, this is like, the reason why, like, if something you see, like, why, like, why doesn't he have, like, 10,000 followers on Instagram? Why doesn't he have, like, uh, more followers on YouTube? It's because of this. I, I, do not, I do not humor bigotry. Like, it, it's uh, not needed in any form or shape. It holds everyone back, and I don't have time for it. So, and when you buy people from any platform, the algorithm sees that and sees you as a problem. And there you go. So, there you go. It's whatever. I got fun turns for that. Thankfully, before, it used to eat me up used to be, like, weeks before I did her podcast episodes, so... That's what I mean, man. Like, the... It's... When it comes, like, to... Imposter syndrome, it's more than just, like, you not thinking you fit in somewhere for me. Like, it also, like, turns into something else. Turns into, uh, A morality type thing. And then that morality thing, like, like, tells me that... I'm doing too much, or, like, maybe, like, I don't fit into this world. And, like, then comes back into, like, the imposter syndrome. So... It's a lot of stuff out there. When doing, like, social media. When doing, like, uh, content creation... Some people think, like, what I do is pretty incredible. I think it's mediocre at best. Like, and not, I'm not even trying to be rude to myself. Like, I feel like just some of what I do is just, is like, this mediocre. I I feel like a lot of people can do the same thing that I'm doing. It's just I got a personality that people seem like to like, and that is the draw. So, uh, I accept it. Uh, I'm on a me train right now. But you know what? That's what podcasts are for. My podcasts are, like, our live digital journals to talk about stuff. I've been wanting to talk about the whole DC stuff right now, but like honestly, I'm getting tired of talking about it and it's not really going anywhere. And DC's not really giving us anything to talk about. Yeah, it's the first week of Jan- January the first week of the year. So give giving them a break, I'll give them a break. Sure. Um This year's gonna be interesting because I'm gonna have like a lot of stuff to talk about on the constant. <clears throat> My big focus is it's gonna be uh, of course like this podcast in particular. But video games, try to focus a little bit more on that. Um, I want to get back into talking about cosplayers. I feel like cosplayers have been putting like a, a lot of effort in the past two years. And I have not been giving them their fair, fair due in the last year. I'd like to get back on that. Um, also, I want to start talking a little bit more about... This is going to be hard. We're talking about indie comic books. It's going to be difficult to do that. It won't be easy. It just won't. So... Like, I'm going to try, but it won't be an easy process. And, um, anime. Now, why I'm not as a hardcore anime watcher as I used to be in my teens. Um, anime does have, like, promise to, like, the new generation. And, like, they are flocking to it, like seagulls. So, see what happens. But this is the show. This is the episode. I don't have much else to talk about. Um, hopefully in the in the coming years, I'll have, like, room and talk about this in, uh, in my home in a comfortable setting that i can sit down and chat about this but right now i'm in my car i'm so comfortable doing this in my car it just i wouldn't mind a little bit more you know if that makes sense but um i hope you're all doing well as always uh if you want to hit me up in the dms an email it's all over my platforms ft on Nerd talk on all platforms just google me you'll find me uh, you will find my link tree. Uh, my email is usually attached attached to every one of my social media platforms. So you got the email as well. If you're spamming me, you listen to my podcast. You know, you're, like, you're telling me, like you know, to get me and I'm spamming. Stop doing that. Stop, stop doing that. It's getting old. Like, stop. Seriously. But yeah, I'm D. After another talk, until next time, take it easy. Hey guys, D here of FTL Nerd Talk. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow, tell your friends about FTL Nerd Talk. Got a lot of different shows for all of you. Make sure you tune in every week for a brand new episode. Take it easy.